Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The World in 10, your daily update of stories from around the world, told with the analysis and expertise of The Times of London. I'm Stuart Willey. Today, an unexpected side effect from fertility treatments, why members of China's nuclear missile force keep disappearing, and the kidnappers operating in London with impunity. One of the most striking medical advances of the last 50 years has been IVF, or in vitro fertilization. And as many of us wait until later in life to become parents, it's a fertility treatment more and more couples are using. One's called test tube babies. It's a process that takes an egg from a woman's ovaries and then fertilizes it to create an embryo, the earliest form of human life. With me on The World in 10 is the journalist Rosie Taylor, who's written about a new and unexpected problem here in Britain. Essentially, we are freezing more embryos than we've ever done before. Um, So in the UK in 21-22, which is the latest year we have figures for, nearly 100,000 embryos were put into frozen storage, which is an all-time record. But there's another issue that is, again, specific to the UK in that it used to be the law that after 10 years, embryos had to be destroyed. Last year, that rule changed um, and the time limit has been extended to 55 years. So not, not only are we now creating and freezing more embryos than ever, but we have to keep them for five times or more as long as we used to. Rosie, in your article, you focus on these space pressures for British clinics, but it's a problem in other parts of the world too. What's the solution? Yeah, absolutely. So the vast majority of um, the UK's embryos are stored in these little sealed vats um, that are essentially slightly more sophisticated buckets, um, as one of my experts referred to them, of liquid nitrogen. One of the solutions is different types of freezers. So there are people experimenting with storing embryos in nitrogen vapor instead, because that means that you can sort of stack embryos up in a tank instead of just having to have them in the liquid at the bottom of the bucket. And there's all sorts of really advanced technology um, that's especially being generated in the US and, and rolled out there at the moment using robotics and AI. So um, there's a machine that sort of tracks every single sample in this huge machine with kind of 10,000 or more samples in it. They're all computer monitored. They're all tracked remotely. And when a scientist needs to get a sample out, the machine uses robotic arms to find it and extract it and basically produce it a bit like a kind of amazing human storage vending machine. Um, So that's one of the things that, that people are looking at in terms of this technology. 
read Rosie's piece Room to Breed with a Times Digital subscription on the app or website now. It's a great read that also looks at the emotional toll. These embryos are so laden with emotion and meaning, especially given the physical effort and cost these parents have gone to. To Ukraine now, where President Volodymyr Zelensky has said a Russian-guided bomb hit a blood transfusion center in Kupiansk last night. The strike was on the city that's in the Kharkiv region of northeastern Ukraine, not far behind the front lines. That city was taken by Russian forces in the early days of the war, but recaptured back in September. Calling it a war crime and describing those responsible as beasts, Mr. Zelensky said the attack killed two and injured four more. It comes as Ukraine's slow counteroffensive reaches the two-month mark. Former Prime Minister of Ukraine Arseniy Yatsenyuk told Times Radio they're making slow gains. This is the war, bloody war of attrition, mm. with with thousands that have been killed, and uh, every single uh, feat that Ukrainian military uh, regains uh, is covered and spoiled with the blood and flesh. From one missile story to another, that's the sound of a military ceremony in Beijing earlier this week as Chinese President Xi Jinping promoted leaders of the country's elite rocket force, the unit in charge of the country's nuclear arsenal. But the promotions come after what appears to be a purge of senior commanders in the secretive unit. Leading officers have vanished or been found dead, and news reports have quickly been deleted after being posted online. China's in the midst of a significant transformation of its nuclear capability, with a stockpile of weapons expected to at least double over the next decade. And those commanders aren't the only ones missing. China's high-profile foreign minister Xin Gang disappeared in late June, has since been replaced by veteran diplomat Wang Yi. For the Sunday Times this week, China expert Ian Williams has been assessing the crackdown's impact on China's military and what it all means for Taiwan. That analysis is in the app or at thetimes.co.uk. Leading the Sunday Times today is a story reporting that Iran is now the biggest threat to Britain's national security. That's according to the Home Secretary, or Interior Minister, Suella Braverman. Gabriel Pogrand is Whitehall editor of the Sunday Times not just the Home Secretary, but various organs of the British state, ranging from Scotland Yard to MI5, that are increasingly gripped by the fear that Iran, through uh, its nexus with organised crime and through its purported plots to kidnap and murder dissidents and adversaries, um, that, that it is generally, um, you know, assuming far greater import as, uh, you know, the government considers kind of existential threats to the British people. Authorities point to 15 kidnap and murder plots here in London, saying they can't protect the targets. Some Iranian journalists I know personally are fearful. It was only uh, early this year that a television station called Iran International was forced to stop broadcasting from its British headquarters after Scotland Yard warned that it couldn't protect staff. So 
they've now um, reluctantly moved to Washington DC. But it is a you know pretty sinister situation where you have dissidents, um, you know, people who trying to promote alternatives to the kind of aut- autocratic, theocratic rule uh, and uh, slash regime in Tehran. Read more from Gabriel's piece in the Sunday Times investigating a student group with close links to the Iranian state and whether Iran's Revolutionary Guard should be prescribed as a terror organisation. Two disappointing finishes for football or soccer teams this weekend. For the USA team playing at the Women's World Cup in Australia, it was a nail-biting finish. The Americans in a penalty shootout with Sweden. In the end, Sweden won 5-4, the earliest exit for the defending champions. Here in Britain, Hollywood star Hugh Jackman was in the crowd with Ryan Reynolds as the Wrexham team was battered by opponents' MK Dons. Despite a sellout crowd, the score was 5-3. Now, with Wrexham mania swirling around the Hollywood star-owned team and LeBron James invested in Liverpool, another celebrity is looking to join in. The legendary NFL star, quarterback Tom Brady this week, buying a minority stake in Birmingham City. He'll head the club's advisory board. And maybe you're asking, what do you know about English football, Tom? Well, let's just say, I got a lot to learn. But I do know a few things about winning. And I think they might translate pretty well. El Salvador's president has called himself the world's coolest dictator. And this week, he ordered a massive military operation surrounding the rural Cabanas region with 8,000 troops and 1,000 police. President Nayib Bukele says they're hunting terrorists, members of a gang, after two police officers were injured. Cracking down on gangs is his flagship policy, with 1% of the country now in jail. Public approval, though, is massive, 93%. He's up for re-election next year, and some think his policies might spread. Here's The Times reporter, Stephen Gibbs. Some leaders in in the region, in the Latin American region, are being pressurised by their uh, populations to take a similarly hardline approach towards towards crime. But others are urging caution, and and amongst them is Gabriel Boric, who's the uh, president of Chile, a left-winger. He, uh, just uh, last week, said, you know, it's a laudable aim to try and reduce crime, as Bukele is doing. But, you know, if this is at at the cost of democracy and human rights, eventually uh, that will have bad consequences. Now, Bukele responded to that in the way he always does uh, on social media, just belittling really Boric and saying he, he, he has no common sense and such comments are completely out of place. That's it from The World in 10 for today. There's much more tomorrow. <laughs>